0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another show of Friends of Texas for Israel. I am, again, so excited to introduce my good friend Irving Roth and Lydia...
1: Yazzie.
0: Yazzie! Yes. I don't know why I have problems with that, Lydia. I'm so sorry. So, But we are here today in the Texas Panhandle. Irving will be speaking at West Texas A&M University. Lydia is one of the leaders of Christians United for Israel on campus and one of the reasons that Irving is going to be at West Texas A&M is to tell his amazing story and to teach the the uh, students at WT how to get involved with Christians United for Israel on campus. Every generation needs to learn about the Holocaust. And so that is one of our goals to get a uh, Christians United for Israel on campus. So Lydia, tell us, tell all our friends out there, okay Lydia, I've heard of Christians United for Israel. Tell us why we need a CUFI on campus and tell us how this works because I think a lot of people watch this and they'll be going, I want to help. I just don't know how to do it. Would yeah. you explain that?
1: So the why we need one, that could take hours. But right. shortly, unfortunately, anti-Semitism is 100% on the rise and the focus is on college campuses. Yes. And there's a movement on college campuses these days that is very anti-Israel and its whole focus is to wipe Israel off the face of the earth and to increase anti-Semitism. And they want to get this generation knowing that the current People in Congress and our government, and most people in America are pro Israel. But if they can change our minds, they're going to change the sway of the country and the direction of the country with that. And so I think it's very important to be able to talk about these things, talk about what's happening, what's going on in the Middle East, in Israel, the US and Israel, what that relationship looks like, why that's important to us, why we have these shared values, how Israel is the only democracy in the entire Middle East, the only Jewish state in the entire world. And again, being against that is anti-Semitism. Why are you against exactly. the only Jewish state in the entire world? It's the only country also as a Christian, I care deeply about this, As the only country in the Middle East that protects Christians, not just doesn't not persecute them but also has complete freedom of religion and you know the middle east in in 1900 was 20 30 percent christian and today yes. it's about three to four percent
0: exactly
1: about every five minutes a christian is killed for their faith in the middle east but israel is the only country that doesn't do that and protects christians and christians yes. are one of the most educated minorities in israel and so as a christian i care deeply about that it's a it's something that we talk about it's called a raise your voice campaign and we do it on college campuses oh, and so nice. what we need is go start this is students. We need students. So if you know of a student, if you're a student, if you think you might possibly know of a student, please reach out to us. We can get this going. We need students to be able to start it on their campuses. And whatever the actual campus, the organization, the college, the university deems a chapter is what we deem a chapter. So whatever they deem as a club, we deem as a club. And I'm here to help students do that. I'm always a phone call or text away. I help students. I call them every day, whatever they need, helping them find an advisor if they need that, helping them with practical tools and draft emails or sample constitutions they could use as a template to be able to set up a club, kind of a lot of paperwork that they might need that we can help them with. And also just a lot of campaigns, we have materials that they can table with for free on their college campuses. We have campaigns, multiple different ones, covering multiple different things like Raise Your Voice. And I could go into others yeah. later on that help and equip students talk about these issues from a plethora of different angles when it relates to Israel and why we care about this. And how we can easily relate to other college students yes. practically reaching our generation on this. And so... We have all those materials, and I send them to students all the time and help them out and bring speakers like Irving for free.
0: Well, and, and there's reasons. Uh, I have friends that uh, they got to go to Israel with you guys. Yes. And they got to go to Washington, D.C. Yes. Would you uh, w- tell us about that? If yes. You, there's scholarships for there going scholarships. to these events, right?
1: Yes. Yes. So Washington, D.C. is the best way to get involved. Okay. It's called our D.C. Summit. And we do it every year in July. This mm-hmm. year, the dates are July 6 to 10 for okay. students. And what we do is we scholarship. This year, 700 students from across uh, the nation to amazing. D.C. That is our goal. Benchmark That is our goal. And we pay for your flight. We pay for your hotel. We pay for your meals. All but like two meals. It's basically a free trip to D.C. And there you have a whole day focused just for students. So just for students, who have a whole wow. day before anyone else gets there. And we Get to hear about what does anti-semitism look like today if you're on a Christian campus what does replacement theology look like how can you combat that how can you either be proactively or defensively stand up for Israel on your college campus regardless of your Israel level knowledge we have a lot of breakout sections breakout. Sessions wow. that you can go to, and so then we're joined by about 5,000 other people from across the nation, and we hear from congressmen and women both sides of the aisle. Mm-hmm. The prime minister of Israel skypes in and says hello. We have keynote speakers. Last year it was Nikki Haley, our Nikki U.S. ambassador Haley. to the U.N. Mm-hmm. The year before that it was Mike Pence. The year before that it was Dennis Prager. So very big people, mm-hmm. and then we hear from IDF soldiers, hear their perspectives, and and high tech from Israel, you know what's happening right now, currently on the ground. And of course Pastor Hagee will speak, and many other people. And then the last day we lobby our senator and representatives, uh, pieces of legislation that are on the floor or about to be and presented and we get to lobby for them and it affects Israel, the U.S., anything like that, our relationship. And so it's actual things that pass and every almost every year, at least one of them passes because 5,000 of us are flooding the hill and it says that if you as one person go, you represent about a thousand people from Amen. your district because no one goes anymore. Amen. So you have a lot of power.
0: And to be a student and get to go yes. to the halls of Congress, Yes. but then to meet a man like Irving Roth and shake his hand. Yes. It'll change your life. It does. It changes your life.
1: It does. And people see it from a whole new perspective. Okay. And then there's another trip. It's a little more exclusive, but we take students to Israel every year. God. It's called our Bonhoeffer fellowship named wow. after Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Okay. He was a, he was a preacher in Germany. He was a pastor, but he was part of the underground movement. And he became inspired if we go into America by seeing some things in America and the civil rights movement going on there peaceably. And he came back and he saw the rise of anti-Semitism in Germany in the 40s. And he was actually offered the highest position of the German church. And he refused it because he said, You are all anti-Semitic and you believe replacement theology, and I cannot stand for that. And this man was in prison because he was found out for helping to hide Jews, helping in the plot to kill Hitler, one of the many, right. and also as part of the underground church. And two weeks before he the end of the war, he was hung. But he ah. our slogan is faith to action. And that's exactly what he did, is he put his faith to action.
0: Exactly. A book
1: he wrote is the cost of discipleship, and he lived it out. What is the cost that you're willing to pay for what you believe in morally? And so that is what we have with the Bonhoeffer Fellowship, is a trip to Israel, and then a whole year of activism that you have to commit to afterwards. But those students I travel to the most, I help the most, I focus on for the year because they're the ones doing the most on campuses. And so we take, this year we have two buses we're taking to Israel, so about (laughs) 75 students. So it's highly competitive. Because that's all across the nation. But if you are dedicated and if you're given a good application and if I know you and your character, then I would love to bring you to Israel. Wow. So if you're interested, it's on our website, campus.org. You could sign up for the D.C. Summit there. There's a scholarship link there as a student. You can also sign up for the Bonhoeffer Fellowship there as well. So both are available to you. I would love to see your applications.
0: If someone's watching this and they want to contact you, is it okay to give your email out? Sure. Or would yeah, you tell us my that-
1: email is... Lydia, L-Y-D-I-A dot Yazzie, Y-A-Z-Z-I-E at C-U-F-I dot org. You can email me there. So That's Lydia great. dot Yazzie at C-U-F-I dot org.
0: Well, and so Irving, you became a spokesman for CUFI 10 years ago or longer. So literally you have seen this huge growth of CUFI on campus This is part of your doing. Part of my duty
2: and part of my legacy. Amen. People need to know. People need to join. Because that's really without the US Israel is in bad trouble. That's right. Its existence is in trouble. And so not to have the next generation understand the issues support the democracy Mm -hmm. This will be a totally disaster for the Jewish people, and I can tell you how that disaster can take place because almost did in my lifetime, and that's really why I speak. I explain not only what happened during the Holocaust, I explain the fact how it happened, Mm -hmm. how slowly, step by step, the demonization of the Jew transformed ordinary people. God-fearing, church-going people.
0: Mm. Educated people.
2: Educated people. People of great talent. How they became murderers. Their objective was to murder every single Jew in Europe and eventually the world. Exactly. Unbelievable. The total and complete annihilation of Jews and anything that Judaism stands for. All that... By ordinary people and all that was done and you could watch it happening and that's why we need to understand how it happened the step-by-step process i call those steps signposts along the road to auschwitz watch it it began with words it began also at the end of the 19th century already with words with, with the word anti-semitism itself. Mm-hmm. And then it was picked up in Russia, in Germany. Eventually, my Kampf, my struggle. My struggle. Mm-hmm. Jihad. Or a Jihad. Mm-hmm. And it continued without anybody doing anything. The hope and prayer of today is that the concept of kufai will become part of the concept of America. And eventually, the rest of the world. Amen. But people of different beliefs can live together in harmony. And it's happening. Absolutely. It's slow. It's slow, but... But in some sense, it's very fast. You can imagine, 11 or 12 years ago, there was no organization called KUFI. There were no members of KUFI. Today, Between five and a half and six million. That's right. And the objective
0: is to continue growing. Amen. That's why I do it. So you spoke last night. Where did you speak last night?
1: Uh, Southwestern Assemblies of God University. And um, the night before that, Texas A&M in College Station.
0: Texas A&M. So you're in Texas right now. Yes. And uh, but how, how many colleges have you spoken at, do you think, or, I mean? Probably hundreds. Uh, hundreds. hundreds, Easily. Hundreds, easily. Oh, yeah. And then you take uh, young people to Poland, and I'm, I'm sure you've taken them to Israel, too, or have you taken Well, I have not, but other people have taken okay. them to Israel. So, uh, but that's a life-changing experience,
2: I'm sure. But, totally. Uh, I think that being there, you can study about a subject, And know theoretically, you can see movies. There's something totally different when you're standing in front of the crematoria ovens in Maitanic, those same ovens that were used to murder hundreds of thousands of people, their bodies burn. And in a way, they are the physical witness Mm -hmm. to Taniwet. When you stand in Auschwitz on the tracks, as the train came in, split into the three spurs, those trains, those tracks, carried 1.2 million people who came to Auschwitz and were murdered upon arrival. Unbelievable. Mm. It's a change of how you see the world.
0: It never, you'll never, never be the same. Never be the same. That is amazing. Well, I hope one of these days I, I've never got to go to Poland, so that's that's on my bucket list. So, uh, uh, so you like? Uh, what would you say to uh, people in the Texas panel? Why is it important to start a Kufi Christian campus on campus at WT? If they, if they should. The
2: reason it's important is because unfortunately there is the opposite stuff going on. Right. Throughout the world and including on college campus campuses today in America, there are those who preach the destruction of the Jewish people, mm-hmm. who make up lies, one of the most bizarre lies. Israel is an apartheid country. Yes. Now, I ask people, have you ever been to Israel? Have you ever seen, if you've been there, have you seen a sign which says, this hospital is bad for Jews, this is for Christians, this is for Muslims? Mm. Did you see ever a bench on a bus which says that? Mm. Give a look. Mm. You go to Jerusalem and you give a look and you see people in kafias, in black kaftans right. in short shorts, and everything in between.
1: Hmm.
2: The total freedom. I can stand in the middle of Tel Aviv or Jerusalem and say to them around me, a dozen people, he says, I think that the prime minister of Israel is an idiot. You have the freedom to say and,
1: and that's my opinion.
2: That's <laughs> And that could be my opinion. And I'm not going to get arrested. I dare you do that in most of the Middle East.
0: You can't do that in Saudi Arabia, I bet. Or talk about someone. Or well, you know,
2: uh, the, the, the most vile people is the UN. That's right. Now, why do I say that? Every year there's a conference at the UN on women's rights. But there's one country that gets voted to be the worst in the world. They have more violation than any other country in the world against women. I suppose if a woman is allowed to uh, pilot a uh, military plane, that's a violation (laughs) of her rights. This is the most bizarre stuff. It's crazy. Mm. It's an absolute... Yet, it is constantly being touted as such. Right. Israel is an apartheid state. Mm-hmm. Not in some backwoods on the university campus, and oftentimes by professors. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why Kufa is essential, because the lies of yesterday have been repackaged mm-hmm. to fit the conditions of today. It's the same stuff as was brought up a thousand years ago in York, England, Mm -hmm. that the Jews need Christian blood to bake matzah. The same absurdity (laughs) of yesterday is similar, repackaged for today. So every generation
0: has to guard against, you know, I think that's what's happened. Uh, My generation kind of didn't teach their children about this and it worries me. Every generation needs to be taught that this could be the generation that... uh, Absolutely, because my generation of
2: Americans and older, or what we call the greatest generation. there it was in your face. Nations, not single, but more than one nation, out there to destroy and annihilate the Jewish people. America, England, France fought against Nazism and succeeded. And so there was a lull. But unfortunately, like cancer, little pimples began to spread. Mm -hmm. The moment you see the little pimple, any place on your body, run to the doctor. Have it examined. Exactly. Excise it. Because otherwise it'll contaminate the whole body. Right. And that is certain. Anti-Semitism is exactly the same. Mm. I'm not an anti-Semite, I just don't like Jews. <laughs> or I'm not an anti-Semite, I just can't send Israel. I'm not an anti- I just can't send Zionism. It's all one. It's all one. Yeah. And the moment that is said, look at it carefully. Mm-hmm. And do something about it, because if you don't, step by step, there are people, there are millions, tens of, hundreds of millions of people who scream, death to Israel. Exactly. But that's only the first step. The next step, death to America. Yeah. We mm. need to understand, the Jews are the canary in the mine.
1: And could I just add on to that? Yes. The, just so people know what the new wave of anti-Semitism looks like, it's called the BDS movement. It stands B-D- for... BDS. Stands for Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions. And it was stolen from South Africa. South Africa had their victorious story hijacked. In South Africa, we, don't, we as millennials don't know what apartheid is, but apartheid, just in case millennials are watching, it's it's state institutionalized racism. So in South Africa, whites and blacks had different sidewalks, different water fountains, different entrances. They couldn't marry. Blacks could not vote. The white minority ruled over the black majority of South Africa. And in 2001, after that terrible regime was brought down. Good, good job. It was brought down. By boycotting and divesting, sanctioning, right. in 2001, there's a conference down there, which quickly turned into an anti-Israel hate fest. Oh. And they said, "What if we spread the same lies about Israel that it's an apartheid, ethnic cleansing, racist state?" And maybe if we say it loud enough and long enough, the world will then start to boycott, divest, and sanction Israel. And so they tried to spin it in a way of a social justice movement for Palestinians. Well, in fact, it doesn't help at all with the Palestinian people. And instead, it just wants to take down the state of Israel. And so often what you'll hear chanted on college campuses is, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. What that means is the Jordan River. And what that sea is, is the Mediterranean Sea. So they don't want a two-state solution. They don't want any sort of... Two places for two people. They want one state, which is ruled by the Palestinians with no Jew inside of it. And the leaders of this movement have said that. They say if there's, exactly. you know, when Palestine is formed, there will not be one Jew inside of Israel. That is anti-Semitism at its, exactly. at its basic form. You're saying no Jew is allowed, but Palestinians should be allowed in Israel. That's double standards. And so, of course, Israel wants Palestinians inside. And there are many. And there are many that go to work every day across the border. There are many that actually live in Israel. 21% of Israel's Arab. Signs right. are in Hebrew and Arabic everywhere. And so it's, it's open. And there are Arab seat members. That there's an Arab Supreme Court justice right now. So anyway, it's ridiculous. But that is the current movement that is out there. And it's, it's so slippery because it's framed in these social justice terms. It's framed in civil rights terms. But really, when you look it's at its sneaky. core it's very sneaky yeah. and so you know whether it's blatantly in your face like in the 40s whether it's hidden in the 2000s it's unfortunately still the same thing and you have to always be aware of it
2: and they're using the same basic concepts exactly yes the playbook from Goebbels is being used on a daily basis plus exactly. these people who want to destroy the Jewish people again mm-hmm. and it's blatant it's straightforward it's at the UN Every place. And that is why kufi is essential. Amen. I hope there is a day when kufi is no longer essential, but the world understands yeah. and lives in harmony. I was asked a number of times, why do we need so many Holocaust centers to teach about the Holocaust? I say, as long as we have the threat of a Holocaust, we need to teach it. Exactly. I hope someday we won't have to do it anymore. But right now, right now, it is so essential. It is so critical because we are at a crossroads. We are at crossroads of humanity. Mm-hmm. Because now, to be patriotic in some places means to murder the other. Exactly. Just like it was in the 1930s and 40s. We better be out there and do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why my great respect, love, and honor of Lydia and everyone else who is working with Kufa. Uh
0: Lydia, at the Kufa leadership meeting, we, y'all have done movies mm-hmm. about people that... I just remember where these people were speaking terribly about Israel... And then you took them to Israel and they woke up and said, hmm. well, everything I've been told, that's, that's a lie. Yeah. So you're using social media, movies, yes. everything to teach everybody about right. Uh, what the BDS movement is or
1: right
0: instead so would you tell more what's what y'all are doing like that you're just on the cutting edge aren't you we have
1: there's there's part of our division called uh, Israel Collective and they bring Millennials or millennial influencers to Israel and so a lot of them have had that they make amazing videos about people's personal testimonies experiences and they're great to use on college campuses as well as you talk to people we give like we said tabling supplies for free to college mm. students to be able to talk about this hands-on materials we have one campaign called our only love Camp campaign in February, and there's an organization in Israel called Save a Child's Heart, and it encompasses the heart of Israel because it they there do life-saving heart surgeries for children from developing countries. Uh, often from countries that hate Israel or their leadership hates Israel. 50% of these kids come from the Middle East, including Gaza and the West Bank, Palestinian children. And yet Israel says a life is a life and we're going to save them. And they do it all for free, these surgeries. And they're training up the first doctors to go back to these countries to do that. So we we raise money for this organization, send it all in February to them. Uh, Another one that we do is Just Imagine. It's called Just Imagine. If the rest of the Middle East is just a little bit more like Israel, <laughs> having their values, because I see a lot of potential in the Middle East. Yeah. I think it could happen. Sure. The, the mentality has to change, though, and Israel is a bastion of Western democracy there in a, in a country, in an area that's really not. And so we're, one of our things is just imagine what could happen and what the Middle East could be like if they had these values and you get to bring in those values and talk about what those are.
0: Well, uh, I'm part yeah. of CUFA and I'm part of APEC and I'm part okay. of all kinds of stuff. Awesome. But we have just a, about a minute left. But, you know... The other, I was in DC at an APEC conference, and here's this machine that makes water from air. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable! And then you think of uh, this phone. If you have an iPhone, (laughs) this is Israel. I mean, you know, Israel
1: better texting.
0: And and texting. So (laughs) and so and then all this heart surgery and everything. So you know, if you hate Israel and you want to, the BDS move. Don't use anything from Israel. You're going to be in real trouble.
1: <laughs> Come back to the Stone Age. I
0: don't think people realize that. And, uh-huh. uh, and, uh, I would say this, that from the
2: perspective of people's lives, and I don't mean just in the Middle East, but certainly in the Middle East, the desert can bloom. Yes. Israel made it bloom. Jordan can bloom.
0: Yes.
2: So the Arabia can bloom. The people of that part of the world, their living standard can go up exponentially to use the technology.
0: All you have to do is work together. Well, Lydia and Irving, it has been a joy. You both are my heroes. (laughs) And I just want to thank you for spending this time with us. And this is going to go all over the world. And we are going to tell people to get involved. And uh, I cannot wait for tonight. A lot of people might be standing room only, Irving, so uh, uh, another rock star event for Irving Rock. So thank everybody, for coming to uh, Israel TV Network, and we'll see you next time.